All right, so my prayer is that we're getting ready to come to a interesting conclusion to this conversation. And I want to twist the direction because we've addressed three different scenarios in which you can um, take in the smell of rain. But I'm going to ask this question and I want you to tell me since uh, perfume is relative to women, what comes to your mind? What if whenever it rains, it smelled like your favorite fragrance? Okay. What, 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 what if it did? What if every time it rained, it smelled like you in the air? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would love <laughs> it. I just don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what I'm, how I'm supposed to answer this question. It would be a good thing. I would look forward to the rain. I would. Okay. You know, I would I would enjoy that. Okay, so let me ask the question another way. Mm-hmm. What if when what if when ever someone else feels as if some shit is getting ready to be started? Your fragrance is usually in the room permeating <laughs> the air. So they linking me to trouble. Yeah. Mm, I would not like that. I would not like to be associated with problems or mess. Okay. So this is where I want to take this conversation because we encounter so many different significant um, ways to address everything but ourselves. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why I, I pose that question. What if whenever somebody comes in contact with your favorite fragrance, it reminds them of a terrible pastime. <laughs> like if they didn't know what, if they didn't know the name of the fragrance per se, and they went to a Macy's and just started smelling new fragrance releases and came across it and was instantly pissed because it reminded them of you. How unfortunate. That would be super sucky, but I'm pretty sure just like um, with anything else, people make associations with any and everything. So (sighs) I know this is real. I know this hits home for someone. Yeah. Right. And I think like the first couple of drafts gave benefit of the doubt because we went to the lawn you don't water prioritizing what you have and being grateful for the things that already exist, although you may not have or see the things that you would like. Then we went to the climate that you're in and we talked about how the social spaces that you occupy and, you know, some of the time that you spend just being in the midst of people who aren't in the best spirits or in the best head spaces about love. Like we talked about everything, but you smelling yourself Mm. and being, you know, arrogant and pompous and believing yourself to be um, standing for something, but not necessarily conveying what you're standing for. And the actions that you take to pursue love is not necessarily the most positive approach to 
becoming somebody's partner because you're so focused on making sure that you get what's on your list of responsibilities that a person has to abide by. So what if the rain is actually you? What if the storm that shows up is actually whenever you show up? And how do you deal with the the precipitation of your own ego, your own attitude, Hmm. your terrible ass upbringing? Let me let me do this real quick. So, I mean, Uh it is highly likely that I don't experience what other people experience when they experience me, right? And Uh even if they experience something negative. And even if I can admit to needing to work on some areas of my life, I'm going to say, ego included, I ain't all bad, right? Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean they're not fixated on my negativity, right? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean I don't care, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Like, I get it. I gather that, you know... In life, I'm going to rub some people the wrong way. And in life, some people are going to rub me, rub me the wrong way. The point is, I'm going to be who I am, and they're going to be who they are. And if we're important to each other, we figure out how to handle each other best. Right? Now, given your specific scenario, and I understand there's like um, a stench in there for whatever reason. when it involves me um even though my perfume smells sweet um if i'm synonymous with a rain or a storm this can't be a good thing um Mm -hmm. if i'm being honest with myself and i know i've caused trouble then i would i would anticipate the smell of the rain or people not being happy to see me or not being happy of the indications that i'm coming you know um I think I'd be foolish not to anticipate some trouble or some, you know, negativity in regards to me being around. But at the, again, even if you are this person that people tend not to like, people tend to have issue with, I feel like there has to be like this, this self-preservation that understands no matter what they think, you got to be good with you. Right. And I know mm-hmm. that I feel like, you don't handle your business as far as like your wrongdoings and acknowledging that and getting that, you know, taken care of. But I, I just, I just feel like you, you are never in a position to just be like, I'm a failure. I know I'm always screwing up. I know y'all don't like me. I just come around because I need somebody. Like, I feel like you can't be low and sad and desperate and, you know, miserable when you hang out, when you go around people because they don't like you. I feel like you still have to hold yourself to a certain um, regard, you know? Mm. I kind of want to rub people the wrong way, though. You want to you rub them the wrong way? Okay. Yeah, I do, because I want to, I want an honest answer. Like, um, so... Just to throw this out here for those of us who who smell trouble, but don't assume ourselves to be the trouble. I don't always assume the negative when trouble comes, but nine times out of ten, I assume that is going to be like the 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 contrast to what the majority 
is, you know, trying to propel to kind of like, you know, share with each other. Like you are going to sometimes be the difference. Let me ask a question. And um, it's not necessarily a question directly to you, but just a question to further the conversation. What if when you smell the rain is not even in relation to your storm in particular? What if your season of singleness is a reflection of the storm your former significant other has weathered? And what you are experiencing in singleness is just the feels of no longer being wanted, no longer being cared for, no longer sharing the space, time and affections between a person. And you're grieving what you're lost, what you've lost, not necessarily what you don't have. Like, what if it was what if what you're feeling is the after effects of your former partner weathering a storm? And you just don't realize that it was you the whole time. I don't even know where to begin. Okay, so I'm trying to wrap my mind around the storm isn't mine, but I'm involved, right? Right. And it's my 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 ex, right? And it's mm-hmm. their storm. And I, I'm experiencing the aftermath of it. And it, it seems to be my storm. But in actuality, it's not. I cause a storm, but it's not my storm. But I still, I'm still bringing the clouds of this storm when I come around. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have okay, so to, if if we're gonna use like basic language and and not you know use like illustration, it sounds as though I'm trying to get over a breakup. Yes. Yeah, I'm trying to get yeah, over that. Could that could be um that could definitely be one of the ways to approach it. I'm trying to get over a breakup, and maybe um I I feel as though people judge me a certain way. Because I'm used to showing up with my ex, but I don't have him anymore. So now I feel alone. And so people sense my tension and uncomfortability, but it's really not me. It's just me feeling bad about what I no longer have and focusing on that. I'm just trying to make it make sense so I can answer the question. I can bring it back to the storm and the rain. I just need to understand like where I'm actually going with this topic. So when you say, like, initially I, I asked you, like, what if whenever the rain was coming, it bared your fragrance? Right. Right. So mm-hmm. have you ever heard the the elders say, you smelling yourself? Hmm. Yes. And it's, and it's, it's usually because you cocky or you. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you assume that any and everything is about you Hmm. okay and you take this approach to any situation and make it solely about your feelings your needs Mm -hmm. your lack your position your desires your standards your rules you make everything about you Mm -hmm. so what if in this instance of you making this you giving us this 
this storyline or this dialogue about what the landscape looks like and, you know, how badly, you know, you've been treated or you're seeing people being treated. What if you're just responding to. I mean, as much as it seems to be like bad, but maybe the fact that it's somebody that may just have a relationship, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. The fact that you're seeing people in relationships, being in relationships is making you triggered or just seeing people interacting in any way, whether it's positive or negative, triggers you and you become the raging wind or you become the raging storm within yourself. You become the energy of the negativity, whether it whether it's good or bad. You take on a whole different perspective or personality in regards to what you're now lacking or without. Right. And it's not necessarily the landscape that makes it hard on you. It's the way that you feel about the right. landscape based on right. your experiences that makes it hard on you. So what if the storm is actually you? I mean, I feel like it's okay if I'm the storm. I mean, I'm going to have to, I feel like if I'm going through this much, right? To where I am the storm, I need to, I need to thunder. I need to roar. I need to lighten, lightning. I need to roar, make the wind roar. I need to make the waves crash. I, I need to go through whatever I'm going through. I need to experience that. You know, like I need to be the storm. I need to knock some stuff over. You know, I need to rearrange some houses. I do. Okay. <laughs> um, and I, and I feel like it's necessary to see yourself as, um, destructive when you are being a storm because I think sometimes that's the only thing that can jolt you back into your reality to kind of like bring it down right so like yeah. if I find myself as the storm you know acting as the storm having an issue and causing issues for others I think it's not until I cut up really really bad the aftermath until I realize oh man what have I done right because a lot of times when you're so caught up with your own issues no you nobody can really get to you you know nobody can really speak to you nobody can penetrate your headspace you kind of have to just spiral out of control like a whirlwind until you calm down and you get to kind of see where you are and realize oh my god i have done so much damage what do i need to do to fix it and then you come to terms with you know what makes you the issue and then you try to fix that and you try to make amends with the people now that you left in your trail of you know despair or what have you but i'm just saying like there is no way i can look at being a problem and not tell myself at on some level i have to experience be the, being the problem and allow myself to go through that in order to come out of it that's what i think like okay. no matter what no matter if I'm the rain, no matter if I am the effect of other people's rain or whatever the case may be, like it, it has to be something experienced. I don't think we work around smelling the rain and, and avoid a storm. I think we smell the rain to gird our loins and prepare to weather the storm. 
smelling the rain doesn't mean get in your car and avoid it. Smelling the rain is brace yourself. Okay. Which is perfect because smelling the rain for others could be not tolerating you mm. when you show up. Maybe. Bracing ourselves for the fact that here her stinking ass come. Oh, my. It's perfect. I, I believe that, like, our experiences reflect our senses to some degree because when you brace yourself, what exactly does that entail? Are you, are you, when you say gird up your loins and sometimes that means prepare for the fight. Yeah. Not the circumstance. You're prepared to have your rebuttals in place right. because, but again, when we started this conversation, we said that our abilities are innate when it comes to our senses. How do you prepare for a fight that hasn't happened yet? You've well, seen it coming. Well, but even when you, you prepare even when you, for the worst. Even when you think you have predicted a storm, you have no way of knowing just how strong it's going to be when it lands near you, right? You don't know. Mm-hmm. Like you like you could be preparing for, you know, a category 5. It might not be a category 1. Like, you know what I'm saying? You might have got yourself all amped up and worked up for nothing. Right? You never mm-hmm. know exactly what the storm going to do when it touches down. All you know is a storm supposedly is coming. And if, in fact, it does bring all the things that a storm could bring, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to have my umbrella. I'm going to have my rain boots. I'm going to have my raincoat. I'm going to have my newspaper. I'm going to have, you know, them little specialized wraps for your hair that don't make it, don't let your hair get wet. I'm going to do what I got to do to make sure I go, you know, you know, without being damaged too much. But at the same time, I understand I might have all this gear. I might have all my uh, battery-operated technology because I plan on losing power. Whatever the case may be, I might be overly prepared. I might be a doomsday prepper. for. I might just be over my head with what I anticipate and not realistic with what is actually coming. Maybe the person who is expecting the storm, maybe the person who's smelling the rain, got some issues with themselves right maybe the person who's smelling the rain has you know experienced some bad storms and they got like a nervous tick so anytime they say it's gonna rain or anytime they smell it's gonna smell the rain but this is gonna be like a, a little five minute shower or a downpour that they 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 go get ready for the worst yeah they ringing the sirens, so, telling everybody to evacuate, and all it is is like a five little five minute shower. We just watering the plants. So, out here. Like, so is that our indictment going forward? When we say that we can sense something on the horizon, yeah. when we say brace ourselves, is that self inventory versus surveying the landscape? I mean, a lot of times it is us having flashbacks of what the worst could look like, and not. An actual, um, ex- a, a reasonable expectation of what's coming. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, sometimes that's the case. And it's all good because I, I think we have the ability to adjust when we realize just what we're dealing with. You know? Cause sometimes you can you can be prepared to 
go off. And then you realize you were embraced. And you'd be like, dang, I'm so glad I know how to adjust, you know, when warmth is, you know, sent my way. I'm I'm so mm. glad, you know, determining determining whether there's a cold front or a warm front depends on how bad the storm gonna be. You understand? So Yeah. So it's it's really like us being able to encounter what it is and then determine how bad it impacts us based upon meeting it or how bad it's going to impact us based upon meeting it meeting it you know Hmm. so I, i really think like no matter who the storm is no matter how bad they are no matter how um notorious they've been in the past does it mean they're going to always pack the same punch? Sometimes if they have done some self-work, they are tired of being the storm. They are tired of being the stench in the air, telling people that they're coming. They they do want a different reception on site, you know? They they don't want to feel that way. Mm-hmm. They want they don't want to be anxious and amped up because they they want to go spend time with people that they know kind of don't know how to feel about them. They want to go clear the air. They they want to go make things right. So mm. it really just depends on how you're looking at it. Smelling the rain could be a sign that you would have anxiety, but smelling the rain can also be a sign that you have um, intuition. I just think it's important for for the individual to know the difference and handle it mm-hmm. accordingly. So I think that finalizes it for me. <laughs> All right. I would love for I would love for us to clear the air uh. and and how we approach everything that has something to do with someone else because even in our experiences we talk as if we're victims Mm. and that has to change so when we approach when we approach the positive outlook or the warm and the sunny side of things we can't look at the past and say this happened to me we have to look at the past and say this was an experience right and sometimes that's hard to do because you still feel those experiences but i would love for us to clear the air with each other to to not be the storm for other people to not assume the worst in a person when another person shows up or has a tendency or a trait or habit like we have to i guess in this sense clear the air is grace Mm -hmm. and that changes the way that we appear Mm -hmm. to one another we don't have to necessarily change our fabric in order to be seen different because grace is affording you a fresh outlook mm-hmm. despite who you are or who you showed up as. So that is important 
whenever you begin to smell the rain because you really don't know what you're smelling. It could be it could be everything that you're encountering, but it could also be yourself. Right. And clearing the air is the approach. Like, how do you make things okay for you or how do you make things comfortable for you when you know that your anxiety or your flashback is getting ready to kick in? Like, what do you do to clear the air for yourself? And to maintain that fresh outlook or staying on that sunny side of your mind, because that's what you have. That's where you have to dwell in order for love to still feel positive Mm -hmm. and still feel as though it's something that you want in life. So I can definitely sit with that and use that in going into the next conversation that we're going to have because it seems like we always take from these conversations and then lead into something else True. that thrives from, you know, these conversations. So that helps me. Yeah. Hopefully it helps everybody else too. Yeah. That um you know, we all got storms, but we we could be a breath of fresh air for somebody mm-hmm. at some point. You know. Right. Yeah, I just keep seeing, like, um, the weatherman and the storm projections, right? And, you know, like, anybody that he shows, like, that path, it can come this way, it can go this way, it can go this way. Everybody mm-hmm. that he showed where it could come, everybody kind of get nervous, and they got in the back of their mind, you know, this time next Friday, it could be pretty bad for us, right? Mm-hmm. And then you realize it bypassed you altogether. So I do believe... It does take some time to kind of figure out what the path is, you know? Yeah. You kind of got to let it get a little close to determine what the intentions were. So Mm. I I just want to sit that there, you know, just to grow legs in case it wants to become another conversation. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And just think about it. Like you might have to come in close contact closer contact with your problem before you can make your move oh very true so that's all i have on all right rain i hope this was um helpful because the analogy is not something that everybody is familiar with and you know it's old folks saying in a sense you know and I love how how much wisdom comes from, you know, their innate abilities to kind of predict when things are going to shift. And, you know, they always have some kind of old adage that still reigns true today. Mm-hmm. So I just thought it was an interesting perspective to lead with for us trying to predict the future mm-hmm. or the known unknowns of our love life and all of the things that we trouble ourselves with just by not knowing what's going to happen. But you do have innate abilities to make your life be whatever you want it to be. But what you do at the site of trouble or rain is very crucial to where you will land and that outlook that you see for yourself. So there it is. Clear the air for yourself and others. That's it. All righty. Until next time. Hope you guys enjoyed. Until next time. See you in a week.
Peace. Tune in next time to see who gets love from BJ and Crystal Clear.